47 of the 21 Handshake Marketing Podcast. I'm Sarah, host and account manager here at 21 Handshake. I'm Ashley, another account manager here. My name is Alex. I'm in charge of visual content. If you're new around here, welcome. The purpose of this podcast is to inform and discuss all things digital marketing. From content to SEO to social, we discuss industry trends and tips and tricks, maybe some hacks, and we hope to leave you with some thought-provoking content. This podcast is for everyone, not only for marketers, but for um, business owners, entrepreneurs, anybody who has an interest in helping grow their business via marketing. We believe there's always something we can learn from each other and there's always new stuff to cover out there in digital marketing. So before we dive into this week's episode on the topic of there's always something to learn, This week, we will be talking about here in a minute, the Social Media Index, the latest report from Sprout, but we wanted to give you a scoop on the latest happenings that happened in the last week in the social media world. So, riding on the coattails of F8, Facebook's big conference, uh, I think about two weeks ago now, Mm -hmm. they rolled out some further news. Ashley, can you give us the scoop on a few items of notice? Oh yeah, so they've got as to be expected, they've got a few new updates. Um, they've kind of already teased a little bit of some of this. Um, some of this is shocking. Some of this isn't shocking. Right. Um, but yeah, so to kickstart us off, there's a fun little update. Um, they've added new features for birthday stories. Woohoo! Yeah, so you know how like every time you have a friend anniversary yeah. or like a relationship anniversary or, or whatever, you get those like little animations and little video to post. So they're really kicking that up a notch for birthdays. Fun. Wow, yeah. Um, and again, I, birthday stories. Yes. So does this go in your stories? Another yes. way that they're pushing stories? Well, right. So just like they would create a video for your feed, they're creating um, some fun animations that you can share on your stories. Again, making those stories more of a priority and incorporating that um, a little bit more. Right, So that's yeah. a fun one. Definitely. <laughs> Next up, they've announced that Um, they're tweaking the feed algorithm to further prioritize original videos. Mm, So what's an original video? What do they mean by that? Yeah, so um, for example, social media marketers often use um, social media management platforms like Sprout Social, which we'll talk about later today, um, and we'll post like videos through that platform to be published. Facebook is saying, no, no, oh, we want really? you to post those videos naturally through the Facebook platform. And if you do that, we'll prioritize it on the newsfeed as so original really content. So really, you can't schedule them? Um, like, and, that's and not the same? Not as of now. Um, I feel like the social media management platforms might catch up, but for right now, Facebook is saying, please upload your videos directly onto our platform. And for doing so, we will prioritize it. Wow. Um, Which is interesting. It's it's like they're slowly pushing you to just like only use Facebook, if you know what I mean. Right. Which I mean, you can schedule those videos to release on there. But still, like if you are like we do, Uh, send over reports to a client Mm -hmm. and we want to showcase a video in there we go ahead and we upload it in Sprout it's our platform we use Mm -hmm. so just to show them beforehand here's what's upcoming so we don't have a million apps and are flipping back and forth when Mm -hmm. we're sending over this like preview yeah, I know. Oh, good and bad. Yeah. That, that's interesting to me. That kind of feels like they're sort of Instagramifying it. Like yes. they're kind of making it, mm-hmm. making you do it their way. Work it's, a little bit harder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, so they're saying though that that shows loyalty to the platform and intent to continue using it. Um, they're also saying that by like, you know, incentivizing, right? So if you do this, you'll get more views and longer um, viewers' attention. Yeah. Again, by prioritizing yeah. through the algorithm. <laughs> um, and then they're saying originality, which um, limits the distribution. Instead of you just like blasting it on all platforms, you're showing that you like care about Facebook. Oh, Facebook. I know. Oh, okay, um, well, and there's we'll, actually, we'll play along, but... Uh. Yeah, there, one last thing, too. Um, again, that's not surprising. We talked about last week about how uh, groups is their new priority. And if you've updated the Facebook app in the past, like, few days or le last week or right, so, you'll notice... Right, you don't have notice. to manually update. They just do it for right. you. Right. <laughs> um, you'll notice that they've actually announced that on the app. I, I saw last night, it says, we're making groups a bigger priority in the basis mm. of this platform um, hmm. and it, you know it takes you to the, the groups tab on the bottom and kind of walks you through it so oh, changes yeah. are happening <laughs> yeah so I imagine that's gonna be kind of that slower adoption maybe or maybe not yes. like stories you know like when they release stories it's like yeah and then suddenly like in the last few months I swear like I get a little notification every day hey so-and-so added to their story yeah so -and -so was using <laughs> stories for the first time and it's like oh well right. <laughs> so very interesting on that and Alex I know we don't talk much about Twitter here but for all the tweeting fans out there whether they say they're a tweeting fan or not or maybe they keep <laughs> it under wraps <laughs> did I hear a little birdie say that there was a little update to Twitter too yes so <laughs> Big news in the Twitter world is now when you retweet something, you can add a GIF or a picture. Oh, <laughs> all right. So I guess that just uh, makes it a little more personable than just... Could you just write your own comment there before you can add like a picture or something? Correct, like yeah. It was just it was text only in the retweet. So now okay. you can add different forms of media to it. So if you're very excited, if you like a dancing GIF Ex or exactly. like some type of mad GIF if you're not. <laughs> exactly. And that's actually those are like the, the excited one the excited GIF is like a couple of the examples that Twitter shared when oh. they initially announced it. So all right, yeah. boy. All right, for all <laughs> you tweeting fans out there. Super exciting times. Yeah, that's that's the big Twitter news. So, all right, well, cool. Well, all these nice social updates make a good segue into this week's topic. It is the latest social media index from Sprout Social. And, um, yeah, you might be thinking, like, why is this whole episode just on their latest report? They're always super interesting to read these reports. Um, obviously, much bigger company. They survey a lot of people who are marketers, social media marketers that are using their platform, but then they also cross-reference this with consumers as well. So you're getting a pretty well-rounded picture of what's going on and how people are using social media and then how consumers are using it. For someone who doesn't know exactly what Sprout Social is, right. is would you guys consider them like a top three social media management tool? Yeah, so. I definitely would. And like I mentioned just a couple seconds ago, we use that here at mm. 21 Handshake for our clients. And this is after many uses of mm. other platforms. Oh, yeah. We've tried them all. They, um, they're a little more pricey, but they're totally worth it, especially for like an agency yeah. um, to use. They are a Facebook partner. 
Meaning, and there's a lot of automation companies that aren't, but because they are, they always get the latest updates from Facebook right away. It's like exactly. dedicated. And I would say that's probably one of the biggest reasons why we work with mm -hmm. them. We love the interface and there's, you know, the list. But one of the biggest ones I think is for us, social media changes all the time. Um, every time there's an algorithm change or a new feature, social media management platforms take a long time to adapt yeah. that because they have to figure out how their software integrates with Facebook software, blah, blah, blah. Sprout is usually the first ones to have it. Yeah, their support is spot on as well as their reporting. They can pull some crazy good analytics. And yes, you could go into each individual platform and look all these up, but it's nice and handy right there. And they make it really pretty looking too <laughs> with all sorts of graphs and stuff, kind of like this report, which is also, we were noting, is probably a graphic designer's. They would love this report because it is really fabulously Beautiful. done. And we're going to be sure to post that PDF in the show notes. So. Yeah. You'll want to check out the show notes, which are on our website at 21 Handshake. So to dive in to the report, we're not going to go over every single detail in it. It's 34 pages long. It gets really detailed. We're just going to go over the cliff note version. First, we're going to go over um, their report from the marketing side and the social media marketers that they interviewed and surveyed. And then we'll talk about the findings on the consumer side as well and then kind of how those mesh together for how you might want to adjust your own social media marketing plan going forward. So at Alex, page, wait, what am I seeing here? <laughs> Let's start off with key findings in the report. So from the marketing side, what were some key findings? So it's kind of interesting. There, um, the, the findings that they had, like the really big overarching findings were sort of things that um, I think that everybody struggles with a little bit to some right. extent. It's really just kind of like, it's the basic stuff. It's, uh, but it's always good to bring up because this means that people still aren't doing it. Right, right. And people will pay you to figure it out if you're good at it. Right, yeah. Um, so the, the, the number one thing is that marketers are still struggling to create social strategies to support overall goals of a company. Um, so I, I, the way that I sort of dissect that is I, I think it's probably simpler to set up a smaller campaign if you're working on like something specific or a specific right. product or a specific service. But figuring out a way how all of those, all of your different campaigns sort of mesh together to support one overarching goal um, isn't easy. No, no. And it did note that brand awareness continues to be the number one priority on social media. Yes. So, I mean, just even thinking about that realistically though, how does that plug back in to your overall brand awareness goal? I would think that that would be easy, but maybe not. <laughs> so maybe there aren't enough people on the teams. 59% um, of marketers say they don't have enough time in the day to build out their social mm. strategy. And then also 45% of social marketers say identifying and understanding their audience is still a top challenge. Wow, so, so the first statistic there they don't have enough time in the day makes me still think that even though clearly we all agree social media is huge great mm -hmm. way that's where people are that's where they're spending their time companies are still not investing the manpower it's just I feel like sometimes they're still just tacking it on like oh yep here's another thing just go do just add it in when you get a chance they'll add it onto some sort of like a, a, a Maybe their marketing person is more involved in traditional marketing or they'll tack it on as like a salesperson's job, like mm -hmm. kind of like it's on the back burner. Right. It's there, it's not their priority thing. So they don't have enough time to, to really give it the, the proper attention and the care that it deserves. 
Yeah, which is hard because when you use it correctly, social media as a marketing tool can have some fantastic results Absolutely. at connecting with your audience. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of, again, just like, oh, like, man, companies, come on, get on board. Um, and then identifying and understanding your audience is a top challenge. That, yeah, you know, I will say that I, I can't, I can't say that we haven't encountered that as well, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, just in our own marketing efforts mm -hmm. here. Um, just the width and breadth of social media, there's just so much going on. Mm -hmm. But there are ways that you can kind of align your audiences on there and find them. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and the more time you spend figuring that out and nailing that, uh, the more effective all of everything that you produce content-wise and marketing-wise will be. Right. Definitely. Definitely. Um, and you know, I think the best way I've seen to kind of identify your audience on there as, you know, maybe just invest in running a small campaign, a paid campaign, because the paid targeting options really kind of open you up to seeing where your audience is and what they're looking at. Um, even if you don't have a huge budget, I think investing a little bit in that, getting on the business manager in Facebook and kind of playing around with audience insights um, through the business manager again, you're going to want to have to do that. Um, it really helps you understand that audience a little bit more on social and what they're looking for. Yeah. Um, so all of that being said, no surprise that Facebook continues uh, to dominate the social tools uh, market. 89% um, <laughs> of marketers are using Facebook and a reported 66% of consumers follow a brand on social. That's a lot of consumers following brands. That is a lot of brand, uh, a lot of consumers. Um, there was a fascinating graph in this report um, and it was showing the percentages of marketers that have like an active strategy or are active on a certain platform. And it was interesting that on all of the platforms, the marketers outweighed the consumers in terms of like usage, oh, which man. was fascinating to me. No wonder they say I mean, that the ad platform is getting a little oversaturated. Yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, you hear the line like marketers ruin everything. That's <laughs> kind of rude. Right, rude that. yeah. yeah. Um, but again, I think just that, that usage of consumers, even following brands, just go to show that it's a good way to connect with your followers. Um, and I think I read the stat somewhere in this report, 87% of consumers who follow a brand on social, they are that more likely to go visit that brand's website or app. Mm -hmm. That's huge, 87%. So I feel like back in the day, it'd be like, oh, you like this brand, like that brand, oh, what, what you? It's not that easy anymore. Like consumers are a little more leery to go on and just follow or like anybody yes. these mm -hmm. days. They don't want their newsfeed clogged up. So if they are invested in hitting that like and follow button for your brand, that means they do want to hear from you. It's yeah. a big deal. It's yeah. a big deal. For sure. So um, let's see, were there any other stats there from the marketing side? Um, so one, one interesting thing um, that Sprout discovered in, in this year's report is that a lot of brands are still, they're really only scratching the surface. Um, and there are some trends that are on the rise. And one of the biggest ones is social listening. Um, that, I mean, it, so social listening, meaning basically you just kind of like keep your ear to the ground on what's right. happening on your social platforms and, or, or even on other, 
maybe competitors' pages, see what people are talking about, see what kind of things people are asking for, um, and then taking that feedback and then either responding to it or actually taking that into action in your business and doing something about that. Right, yeah. Again, that's got to come back to the brands, not just shoving it to the end of the marketing to-do list. Right. You know, but then I think when a social media marketer gets more ingrained to listening, it also comes with maybe using some better tools for data analysis that they can also use to analyze all this data as well, which is another trend on the rise, correct? Definitely. Um, so actually, I wanted to use a, a quick example of, so, of, a, of a company that I've noticed doing a really, really good job of social listening is uh, Wendy's. Oh, really? <laughs> a fast yeah. food chain, all right. Yes. Um, <laughs> so they, are, they tweet as though it was just like some normal, like funny person like running like the account. account. Okay. Yeah. Like they, they don't tweet it as like a, I think it, it seems usually like the larger the company, the more they're trying to be kind of like, uh, Cautious. Yeah. Not want to say the wrong thing. Right. Yeah, they don't want to alienate people. They don't want to yeah. offend anyone. Yeah. So they take like a very middle of the stance mm-hmm. uh, or middle of the road stance on things. Um, and it's just kind of like, it's just content. There's nothing special about it. Mm-hmm. Like it's just kind of there. But um, Wendy's does it differently then? Wendy's like straight up will roast people. Oh. Like yeah. who makes fun of them yeah. or like they'll turn it back around on them and they interact with. Um, like people like on that platform on Twitter all the time Mm -hmm. Um, and so even recently there was um, like a lot of people have been calling for like they want spicy chicken nuggets to come back and so (laughs) they were listening and they went to the executive team and they said what do we need to do to get spicy chicken chicken nuggets back 4 million tweets people asking for spicy chicken nuggets back yeah and And there you go that's using data Mm -hmm. listening to report back exactly and so they said the, the executive team said, all right, send out a tweet, and if it gets 2 million likes, we'll bring him back. They got 2 million likes in like a day and a half. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. And so now spicy chicken nuggets are back at Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they've been doing that for a while. Just like that they took a different approach to social media. Right. They wanted to stand out from their competitors. Um, so they approached it with humor and vulgar <laughs> yeah um but also they're responding to people like every minute they've yeah. i'm sure they've got an entire team working on it but um well and it's just it matters. sets them yeah. apart and yeah i think they do a great i job. mean because if you're just putting out a bunch of the stuff that they put out but you weren't interacting with it i don't think it'd be as successful for sure totally yeah totally so kind of on the coattails of that interaction with the consumers, what were some of the main findings or the main finding from the consumer point of view? Yeah, so according to the report, consumers want to be engaged and entertained before they buy. Wendy's is a great example. They want to engage with the yeah. brand, um, and every time they do, it's like every piece. So like, I'm a, I'm a fan to Wendy's. I'm loyal to yeah. Wendy's. It makes me want to eat there. <laughs> um, and interestingly enough, while consumers like coupons and promotions, they are starting to enjoy content more, especially if it's if it's done right. Right, you and know? this is a change with just in like the last year. This, this is a big change. Usually people are following um, social media accounts for those deals. Oh, I just want that extra mm-hmm. percent off or that coupon code. Um, but now brands are you know, creating more content that feels more native to the platform, um, that's entertaining to watch, or story-driven, um, or or encourages engagement yeah. uh, in a very natural and native way that doesn't feel like uh, like I'm being sold to. Um, 
So 48% of consumers follow brands on social to be entertained. That's amazing. Um, which is a really, really And I think statistic. also just goes to show that you really have to up your content game these days yes. as well. If that's why consumers are following you, then you better have some good stuff that they can be entertained and engage with. Yes. Yeah, this isn't like a silly game anymore. No. Like, these yeah. are hard facts um, to prove, you know. Totally, totally. Yep. And what about like um, on, you know, I know influencers are huge, employee advocacy. Like, is that helpful from a consumer standpoint at all? Or have they kind of like influencers blessed, that bottomed out? Yeah, so we've actually talked a lot about this on our blog yeah. um, about employee advocacy. Um, and I think this plays so true, especially if you're a B2B company yeah. or, or someone who operates in a way more traditional yeah. sense. Um, because, so uh, one of the statistics um, is that customers respond 45% better when an employee posts about the brand, product, or service. Wow, that's amazing, 45%. Yeah. Um, and I would say too that uh, the, um, that makes sense to me. You know, just like we talk about word of mouth, um, if my friend is promoting something that makes me feel like I can trust the product right. a little bit more. So um, I would say that this is most likely the employee's um, friends or family who want to support that person exactly. um, or that brand that are leveraging those networks. So they are, in a sense, influencers and therefore makes those things more successful. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, of course, you know, you don't want to make your employees do this. You yes. don't want to, you want it to be authentic. You don't want them to probably um, be reposting everything. But if it resonates, if it has something to do with their job, if it's important to them, then ask them to share it out for Pete's yeah. sakes. There's yeah. Harm in that. Um, like I said, we, we talked a lot about this on the blog and might make for a great podcast episode yeah. because we know how hard it is to get your employees to advocate for the brand if they're yeah. not super connected. So... Um, I know we could talk a whole lot about that, but I would just say try to cultivate an environment that encourages that kind of behavior where they're excited to share what they're working on. Right, definitely, definitely. And you know, I thought it was interesting, the whole section in the report, and I think that podcast listeners will think, find this fascinating, why consumers follow and unfollow brands. Yes, so um, I'll, there's a lot of reasons here, so I'm gonna pick maybe some of the best ones. Yeah, definitely. Ones. Um, so why consumers follow brands on social media? The number one at 50% is to learn more about new products or services. Right. If General you're a fan interest. of your brand, they want to know when you come out with something yes. new that they might like. Yes. And then number two at 48% is to be entertained. So that yes. shows you like how important that is at this point. We want entertainment as consumers. Yes. Is it yes. not hard? That's why we turn on the TV, but we're not turning on the TV anymore. We're looking on our phones. Yes. It makes sense. Um, and then they list, you know, a bunch of other ones that are not surprising, stay up to date with the company, learn about promotions and discounts. But something that I found really interesting is to communicate with the brand. 20% yeah. of people are connecting with you on social media in order to communicate with you. They don't want to call you anymore. They don't want to go to your website. Um, they want to communicate yeah. with you on a platform they already spend a lot of time on. Exactly. Exactly. I know we joke that, like, Facebook's out to dominate everything, but... It's becoming so ingrained in Yeah, if they want to consume and interact with you that way, then you, should you need either. to meet your consumers yeah. where they are at and what they are on. Yes. And I also found, um, and this kind of goes along with just Facebook's big push for groups, mm -hmm. they follow brands to connect with other people who are similar to them. Yes. 
So if you're a brand, you have a nice following. You know, I think we talked a few episodes ago how Condé Nast travel really targeted women with a group for like business travel. Mm-hmm. It was highly successful. People wanted to be part of that group if they were a woman and they were an executive and they traveled. And you yeah. know, that's just another way that consumers want to interact with you. They want to find people who are similar, be part of a group. Right. Yep. Yeah. Totally. Um, and then why do, on the flip side of that, why do consumers unfollow brands? Yes. So the number one reason that consumers unfollow brands at 56% is poor customer service. Ooh. Again, yeah. if you are not on the, you know, your social media platform, utilizing it as, as it as a customer service platform, you will lose people. Right. And that's the, you know, that's a pretty strong stat that proves that. Yeah. Um, totally. Next would be a irrel- relative content. So they're just not your audience. Um, you're not speaking to the, you know, to yeah, you your audience. Yeah, you made that connection with them. Right. Um, and then next is too many ads from the brand. And I would say too that this is probably because um, they're trying too hard to sell. They're not making mm. their making that engaging content that feels native, right? And that's been a big thing about social media all along. And I think mm-hmm. we've always preached that here. Like you just can't throw up promotion this, promotion that, promotion this, promotion that. I mean, and I'm always constantly coaching our clients on, like, oh, should we, for example, post a Mother's Day post? I'm like, well, since you're not really a company that's selling items for Mother's Day. Probably not. Yeah. But you could maybe post a few moms who are employees Hi, yeah. on staff, and they could say why they love being a mom. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's going to humanize your brand. Yep. You know, rather than just throwing up some image, happy Mother's Day. Because. Like, okay, yeah. <laughs> you're a business that doesn't even really have a lot of women in the industry, so let's just, like, how do you Take draw a moment. it back to <laughs> You know, and I don't know if they ended up doing that or not, but you know, we it's a good example. All the time. Yeah, like you want to just connect and relevant content and yeah. not just buy our stuff mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. So, a couple other reasons why people unfollow um, this one I found interesting, but not surprising. Um, they talk about politics or social issues, um, right. which is. I, like I can see it, the internet in 2019. I feel like it's a joke. People are like very sensitive. Yeah, um, yeah. But probably the most fascinating is that they ignore posts and mentions from people. So I would say like the opposite of what Wendy's is doing. Mm. If you're constantly trying to engage with the brand from a consumer perspective and they're not responding, it's like okay, I don't like you. You don't value me yeah. as a customer. Exactly. And you know, it always takes just one little person to oh, spread right. a little seed on social yeah. media, and it right. takes off like wildfire. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so definitely some good data there to keep in mind as you are hopefully putting together your social media strategy yeah. and kind of overranking all other marketers who are not doing that. <laughs> so this is a lot, a lot of data that we are going over here. So again, we're going to be posting this in the show notes look at the report, see what's applicable to your business. But I think that just it's important to note that this report was done because social remains an optimal channel for all marketers and businesses to achieve consumer reach, consumer awareness, consumer feedback. So Sprout kind of ended the report like this and I kind of want to just bring it up for a few minutes and Alex and Ashley chime in why a business should move towards being social first. 
So we've talked in the past about how there's a disconnect between sales and marketing, and it can be pretty huge. And according to the report, it's a huge pain point with those who were surveyed. Actually, 59% of social marketers said they wish they could influence their sales team more. And 28% reported that they wish they could influence hiring talent of the HR department and just kind of help them along as well in their efforts. Half of C-level marketers and one-third of VPs of marketing said to prove the value of social to prove the value of social to those outside the marketing department was still a top challenge. So wow, what a way to discount kind of your six man, your social mm -hmm. media usage mm -hmm. as not important. It's very important, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I mean, we've just gave lots of reasons why it's important and why you just can't throw social under the rug mm -hmm. these days. It's yeah. where people are, are hanging out. But on the flip side of that also, marketers aren't sharing insights and data with the yeah. other teams outside their department. So it's not just the overall man at the top or the sales team who are to blame. Marketers aren't giving that data to the sales team or to the upper level executives to feel good about investing more yeah. in social. Right. And I it feel, is a two-way street. Yeah, mm -hmm. I do feel like for a long time, um, social media was hard to put like a return on investment, right. like metric to it. Um, but since then, Facebook and Instagram and all these platforms have come such a long way, especially yeah. on the analytics side, to oh, yeah. give you results that are measurable. Um, even this report is like a great like data approach to social media that tells you a lot about you yeah. know, how to be successful on social media. And I, a lot of your like C-suite or C-level um, employees respond to those kind of metrics. Yeah. They they most likely have been in that position for a long time or in, in the work field for a long time and became successful doing it one way, right? right. Um, and oftentimes it's hard to like change your perspective. It is. So uh, bring, bring facts, bring yeah. numbers, um, show other brands who are successful at doing it and then, you know, like show why you think your brand could be successful. Right, and you know, I always try to think of it in these terms, like that billboard that a person's driving past. Mm -hmm. Well, that billboard company went to the department or whatever, whoever they sold that billboard ad to, and presented them with a bunch of random facts of, well, this many people drive past here, and this mm -hmm. many. Okay, really, that is not that target of information because they don't know who drives past yeah. that billboard every day. They are just kind of guessing and counting and, Whatever. Social media can hone in on those insights even better. They can tell you, we reached men ages 35 to 64 that were part of this particular industry group, which is part of the industry that you're in, and we had a frequency of showing our ads 1.5 times. I mean, you can yeah. really hone in on Or even down to like, these people actually clicked on the link to your website yes. or they watched this many minutes of your video that you shared. These people are actually really interested in what you have to say. Exactly. And now we're going to go and retarget them with a different mm -hmm. video entertaining content yeah. that, you know, presents us just a little, maybe a little more salesy because that's what they're looking for now. We know that they are interested in you. Just, yeah, I just, there's a lot of value there. So marketers, 
make sure you're presenting that data. You know, there's lots of tools out there that can help you create snazzy reports. There's lots of free tools, lots of templates. Um, present something back to your sales team, marketing, upper level C-suite. Um, that they can value social media. Like Alex said, it's a two-way street. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's time for them to try out a, a really slick tool like Sprout Social. Yeah, <laughs> we're not sponsored by Sprout Social. I know, Social. this sounds like an ad, but it's <laughs> <Yeah>. not. <laughs> it's not an ad, but you know, if they want to sponsor, hey, no. <laughs> um, anyway, so we want to know your thoughts as a marketer, as a business, and as a consumer. What trends have you noticed? What insights do you wish your team would report back to you on? Connect with us on social media at 21 Handshake. Let us know. Did you love this post? Hint, hint. Yes, you did. Then please rate and review us. It helps others be able to find our podcast.